Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. And if you're joining me on the YouTube channel, let's make sure that you like. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. To be honest with you, I don't have a lot of um, sports today. Um, my Tampa Bay Lightning lost in, in hockey. Um, they they lost the the opportunity to um, three peat, and um, it's very sad, but not so sad because they were there. They just won it last year. What can we really be upset about? And I'm not going to sit here today and try to act like I am the number one hockey fan in the world. I appreciate what the Lightning bring to the table. And, and I hope that they continue to, you know, show this excellence because, I mean, who doesn't like rooting for a winner, right? Um, who doesn't like being out there and being um, present for a winner? But I have not just rooted for the Tampa Bay Lightning since they've been winning. I've been rooting for the Lightning for a long time. I, I did a thing where I was like splitting allegiances, you know, because I – I grew up for a time in, in Chicago when I was younger, I'm real young, and um, formed like an affinity for the the Blackhawks, the Chicago Blackhawks. That was before the Lightning ever existed. When the Lightning came into existence, I liked how they rolled, started following them, kind of called them my second team, and then probably somewhere around 15, 16 years ago, I don't remember, I was like, you know what? Can no longer root for the Chicago Blackhawks. It's just not right to me to have two teams. So I have been a Lightning fan, fully dedicated since then. And they have had times where they were not good, but they've had a lot more times where they've been great. And I appreciate everything that the Lightning um, bring to the table. I'm a Yankees fan. You know what the Yankees are doing. I don't have to tell you. Feel free to hate all you want if you're not a Yankees fan. But I am. So life is great. As far as the other sports, man, you know, we're in we're in the we're in the offseason for a lot of things. And shout out to the USFL who has showed up and showed out this season. Don't listen to all the haters that says nobody's paying attention. Clearly, people are paying attention because they're rating better than soccer. They're rating better than soccer in the United States. And so clearly people are listening to or, or, or watching even though it's all in one hub. I'm, they've already announced um, year two. I'm looking forward to that, and I'll probably talk more about that um, as the week's going or, or maybe on some other platforms. But that's 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 going on as well. But what I really wanted to talk about today is the Roe versus Wade decision. And I know some of you are probably saying, like, hey, you know, you may you may be like, um, drained or whatever, but I'm not drained because I see what's going on and I want you to see what's going on if you don't already know. And I think it starts here. President Trump, on behalf of all the MAGA patriots in America, I want to thank you for the historic 
victory for white life in the Supreme Court yesterday. President Trump, on behalf of all the MAGA patriots in America, I want to thank you for the historic victory for white life in the Supreme Court yesterday. President Trump. We don't need to hear any more, ladies and gentlemen. You heard what you heard. That was the announcement that they wanted to thank President Trump for white life. The preservation of white life and what that preservation means. So I want to break it down to you. So, you know, there, there's no population issues in the United States or probably anywhere in the world, to be honest with you. Um, because as we go about things, people are, are happy and healthy. And because they have resources, they're having kids. But then I stopped and started noticing something. It's like, wait a minute. So if a woman's right to choose gets taken away from them, who does it affect most? It affects the women who are choosing. I don't know about your neighborhoods, but where I've grown up, don't see a whole lot of, of women having abortions. In my neighborhoods, black women were having their babies. Black girls, if you got pregnant early, you were having that baby. And the family rallied around to help raise that, raise that child. In, in, in my Latin American cultures, Latin cultures, same thing. If something happened, that family rallied around to raise that child. Nobody ever took the option away. No one ever said you couldn't. It just didn't happen as often. I've, I've seen countless amounts of young black women have babies and then go right back to school continue on. I've seen many of successful um, stories about um, black women, Hispanic women having babies early and then continuing on to success. You know, I don't see that a lot about white women. And that doesn't mean it doesn't happen, but I don't see it as much. And I started thinking, what if, because I'm not white and I never, I'll never pretend to know how things happen in a white household, although I have lived with white people and I have white people as friends who are very forthcoming about how they grew up. I would venture to say that in a white family, because they understand the amount of pressure and possibly perceived limitations that are put on a young mother probably advise against having that child, right? So then who, who are we really trying to preserve? Because remember what she said. She said, preserve white life. That tells me that she's not worried about the black life. She's not worried about the Hispanic life. She's not worried about the East Asian life. She is specifically worried about white life. And, 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 because population says more and more black people are coming, more and more Hispanic people are coming, more and more East Asian people are coming, less and less white people are coming. Less and less. Let's preserve 
white life, interracial dating, through the roof. What does that mean? White life is no longer white. And when white life is no longer white, all of a sudden, there's the issue. Look around. To keep it in the sports world, look at how many black faces you see and brown faces you see. And while those brown faces used to be Hispanic, now they are biracial. Those brown faces are biracial and they're all over the place. They're all named Jalen, by the way, for some reason. The idea of preserving white life means we've got to try to keep our white women having white babies. Which, when I say it out loud, sounds so asinine. Except this woman went on a national platform standing next to the former president of the United States and said those exact words. Preserve white life. I thought that was interesting. I thought it was telling. They don't see themselves. They don't see enough of themselves in the youth. They don't see enough of themselves as the next generation. Because, and this is only my theory now, because when a young white woman from a middle-class family, when, when she has an, an abortion or when she thinks about having an abortion because she got pregnant, the advisement to her is, hey, think about your career. Think about your livelihood. Think about your... So everything is about the individual person and not about the baby. And so they're advised. Now, again, I'm not here to, to say... Yeah or nay, I think that women should have the only the only right. And I think that we should keep our noses out of it. It's none of our business what a woman decides to do with her body. We don't get that right because we don't carry those babies. I don't get that right because my body is not forever changed. My life, for, for, for lack of a better um, term, is not changed in the way that the mother's life has changed. I understand that. I respect that because I respect women and I respect what they bring to the table. I respect them as equals. I respect them as the people who, who, who are in charge of life. Nobody's making us run out and get vasectomies, right? That would, that would, that would also help the cause. Right. But 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 pro-life, right, pro-life is such a stupid term because we all are pro-life. What they're really telling you is that they're pro-control. We want to have control over what you do, but not really just over everybody. We really want to have control over the white women to make sure that they have these babies so that we can preserve white life. We don't want to see mixed race babies. 
We don't want to only see the black babies. We don't want to only see the Hispanic babies. We don't only see the East Asian babies. We want to see white babies and more of them. We want to have more families having three and four and five kids. We want to have more families populating so that we can get this race back up to the levels, the numbers that have allowed us to dominate the country and the world for the better part of, I don't know, forever. This is only my thoughts, not any of yours. I think it's sickening that you would put some type of some type of regulation on women that allow you to dictate their bodies. I don't like people telling me when I have to go and, and, and do anything, let alone what to do with my body. It's sickening. Why should you care? And if you are pro-life, you can't be pro-life right now and not be pro-life in every single aspect of your, your world. How can you say we care about unborn babies, but we don't care that kids are being murdered in their school because we're not willing to take one gun away? One gun. AR, the, every time we hear about gun violence on a mass level, it's the same gun. And yet we're, un, we're unwilling to do that. Yet we'll take away a woman's right to choose. It's sickening and it's disheartening. And then when you hear things like protect white life, when you hear things like protect white life, that tells us everything we, we need to know. Oh, it's not about, it's not about my people. It's about you and your desire to maintain authority by population standards. It's hard to, it's hard to maintain the authority, right? It's hard to continue to be the authority, to continue to be the, the top of the food chain when your numbers are evened out with everybody else's numbers. I actually thought it was a fantastic thing that in my mind, one day, it's just not gonna, it's not gonna be a black or white, or it's just gonna be brown or, or various shades, but nothing to the extent of what we would call white. Or we would call black. I actually thought that would be fly. And now I realize so many people out there don't want that. And unfortunately, it's a lot of people with power that don't want that. And so we can't put our head, we can't stick our head in the sand. And we can't just act as if this is not happening. Because we know what's coming next. Once they get this, then what else are they trying to roll back to the 1940s? What else are they trying to roll back? Once they get this done, once they get this done, what else are they going to try to take back? Hey, 
be on alert. Anything that has to do with affirmative action will be the next thing to be targeted. I guarantee it. Anything that has to do with affirmative action will be the next thing targeted. They want to put us into pigeonholes. They want us to only look at um, means that entertain them in order to become rich and famous. They don't want us looking into being GMs and owners. They want us to just be players. They don't want us to be directors and producers. They only want us to be actors. They don't want us to be producers and, and executives. They only want us to be singers and rappers. And, and shout out to Josh Perdue. He says it. They, they want to they push the agenda because they want to keep us fighting. And that's, and, 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 and that's why we have to stand together. But we're not together. That's the, that's the problem. We have to stand together. I agree 100% with Josh. We have to stand together, but we're not together. That's why there's a problem. If we were together, then none of this would be an issue. If we were together, then none of this would be a thing. And through all of this, through everything that, that's gone on this weekend, when my brain kept coming back to that statement made by that woman that I won't dignify with a name next to that former president about protecting and preserving white life, the BET Awards happened. And I got an opportunity to once again see black excellence. Because I don't want this all to be, be negative. I don't want it all to be negative on a Monday. I got a chance to see black excellence. And let me tell you something to all of my athletes out there. To all of my athletes out there, you are not on the level of these movie stars when it comes to fashion. I saw some of the athletes trying to hang around Fashion Week. I, I see the athletes when they're showing up to their, to their games. What they're trying to do is cute. It's nice. Our swagger is on a billion. Our swagger is not the issue. But the way in which we are styled, the way in which we are, the things that we are put in, we are not on the level of these actors, these actresses, and even to a large extent, these musicians. They've just been at it longer than we have. That's all. They, they know how to do it better than we do. When it comes to that, when it comes to the dressing, and you compare the Oscars, you compare the um the SAG Awards, you compare the Grammys, you compare the BET Awards. The way they show up to those things, it's not the way these athletes are showing up to the ESPYs, right? It's a different level. It's a different level of swagger. Not, not excuse me, not a different level of swagger. It's a different level of understanding fashion and more importantly, the fashion that fits them and not just the fashion that somebody wanted to put on you 
because you're a hanger. I man, listen, Puff came out there last night in that in that pink suit, and it wasn't like the soft pink. It was the loud, strong breast cancer awareness pink. Boy, what boy look fly to death. I'm pretty sure Puff is what damn near 60, mid 50s, right? He's not he's not a spring chicken, still out there looking fly. Why? Because they understand. Because he understands fashion at a level that maybe some of our athletes just don't understand fashion at and haven't really, you know, um committed to. Now, does that mean that's everybody? Nah. Some people understand it. Some people get it. Then some people just be out there doing anything for shock value. See, the people who really understand it in music and in and in and in um in acting, they're not out there for shock value. The ones that are out there for shock value are the people who haven't made a name for themselves yet. When 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 the people who really know it do it. They're not out there trying to shock you. They're out there trying to set the trend. Or they're out there trying to get you to do what they do. They're not following you. You're following them. That's the mastery of what they've done that we haven't mastered in the athletics game yet. But it's coming. Please keep shooting. We got to start at an early age. When we show up to these awards... When we have awards in high school, we can't let these kids come in jeans and T-shirts or in a button-up, like a, 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 a collared polo or a button-up. Get fly every time. If you don't have the means, we understand that. But I was dirt poor. Dirt poor. And I always had a shirt and tie. And last time I checked, shirt and ties don't cost that much. Ladies, they already are on their way. They get it. But man, it's just, it was it was interesting to see. And because I didn't want to, like, because I didn't want to sad out this entire Monday show, I wanted to make sure I gave some 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 love to those to those people at the BET Awards. They looked so good. Performances were so good. But let's not. Let's not lose sight. This Roe v. Wade, it's real out here. And they've already showed you their hand. That's how reckless it is now. They've showed you their hand. You know what they're going to do. They're protecting white life. And now they've gotten the government to back protecting white life. That's just, it's just going to be crazy to me. Ladies and gentlemen, Let's talk spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. I do this thing a few times a week. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree. Whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, you know what to do. Like, subscribe. Till next time, peace.